0: Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Food News and Choose Radio. It's going to be a good show today. Welcome back. We got Sylvia Lovely, obviously, Hello. with us. Hello, Hello, Sylvia. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm really
0: good. Chef Jeremy Ashby is here.
2: <laughs> yeah, what's cooking?
0: We're gonna, uh, is that your new catchphrase? Guess, what's I'm cooking? not going there. That was terrible. What's cooking? What's cooking good, looking, We'll, we'll talk later about his
1: needed lessons in geometry. Yes. In oh, and uh, this our week, our, our
0: second half guest <laughs> is going to be uh, Lori from the GM of Palmer's Fresh Grill. Always yeah. a fun um, thing talk to do. What a great him great place. seafood
1: oh I love Talk that about lake a and the good food and a view. I love that
0: but I have a question <laughs> uh, this week obviously the biggest news in the world was oh. the death of Queen Elizabeth that's right and you go how does that relate to the food world all but right. there is a connection, right?
1: I'm going to tell you about some really cool news stories. Now, all of us will have British accents by the time sure. all this is over with on the 19th. So, right? how
0: do we relate? the, the Queen passes.
1: Please. Okay, two big stories this week. Okay, one of them is just so poignant. Of you know, she was known for dedication and loyalty and all that. This gentleman in the worst, the most rough part of the war. I can never pronounce the name of this place that he lives in, but it's in the uh, whatever the region is that Russia like is bombarding people and killing mm-hmm. them and stuff. Refuses to leave. He's seventy one years old. Refuses to leave his bee families. Right. And he and and they lost their sunflower. Uh, fields because of the bombing so they had to fly over enemy lines to get to the fields that were still being planted and they did that the bees the bees did and they were bees are an incredible apparently a very intelligent very sensitive he said they're very angry because of all that's going on all around him but he refuses to leave he said he will never leave his bees and i mean this is serious now there's part two story and let's talk about that one first okay so um do you know that bees, and tradition tells us from centuries and centuries and millennia, that they need to be told when there's a major life event occurring? What? And they literally had to sit down and tell the bees, Elizabeth II's bees, mm-hmm. that she had passed.
2: What are you talking Was about? that's that These,
0: amazing? The, 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 the they tell people do It showed they, the they guy sitting the bees? on his
1: bench yep. talking to the bee families.
0: So there's uh. an old superstition when it comes to beekeepers, and they believe that when the master, in this case, the master was Elizabeth, yes, the, the queen, when the master passes, okay. you have to inform the bees that the, in this case, the mistress has passed. That amazing! And then tell oh. them who the new so like. who knew? <laughs> So and the we, beekeeper set the bees down and said, "The mistress has passed. I love set the Your bees Your new down. <laughs> master is going to be very good to you, and that That's would be right. King Charles."
1: Yeah they they sat down
2: <laughs> the are you kidding <laughs> me really it's
0: and, a, it's and a superstition
2: I it. mean I love it okay but alright so it's a superstition there's nothing behind this though. don't know
1: no do we not know I mean do we, we know. know we mm. don't know we they don't say know. if you they don't, don't want, do want to it, take the a chance we will leave because when you think about well, it. Well, think about just how sensitive bees are. Right. I mean, we're losing them right and left. I mean. They're, yeah. We don't know
2: that cell towers or the and, th- and this phosphate. man, this
1: gentleman in Ukraine said that they're very angry right now. I mean, they're extremely intelligent animals. I yeah. think we
0: should listen to them. I agree.
1: Well, the, uh, humans are behaving badly, not bees, right? They say
0: that bees are some of the most in tune to the environment, meaning what's going on affects the bee population. And when you think about bees, nothing keeps a bee where it I've is. I've never it heard it any of it what you
2: guys to. are talking about, this kind families. of bee equity kind of. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Interesting. So and now I'm all about, about it, guys. I'm rights. all for the
2: bees. I mean, I know we, I mean, we're going to die without them, but and, I've never heard this kind of. You know,
0: and we're in trouble. Well, you think about it. You don't bees. keep bees in a cage. Like, you know, you keep another animal, you keep it in a cage. Bees stay voluntarily. That's they right. stay because they and want they have, to. have,
1: like, their own houses and stuff.
0: Right. So if you don't keep them comfortable, they'll just Coddle go find another place.
1: And love on them a little bit. Man, oh, and, man. Uh, and then all we know, of course, is honey. Right. And right. what we do with honey, which is wonderful and you know they say eating honey that's from your area can, right can help you with allergies all kinds of things and the pollination
2: yeah you know I, and i find that when i'm cooking at azure and at home uh, i i use that as honey is my sweetener Okay, Mm -hmm. I've kind of gotten out of sugar. I love gotten out of brown sugar. Now, there are times when I have to use refined cane sugar. If I'm making a gastrique with, you know, vinegar and sugar to get Mm -hmm. that glazy reaction that we're talking about to make things syrupy and sweet and tangy, we use that. But, you know, for if you're going to finish a vinaigrette, if you're going to finish a sauce, I just think that it has the earthiness um, earthiness of yeah. it has a flavor you know it has a nice finish that yeah, takes that its, feels natural on yeah. the tongue versus just sweet because when you taste honey there's more going on than just sweet right well, well different, it's different, different experience
1: like lavender you right? sure. know if they're 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 pollinating right. in lavender fields and or this is sunflower honey
0: Right, I mean it's it's Ukraine. an ingredient,
2: and and I think it's it's kind of underused where we should be using it in, well, in, in, in us, substitute of sugar. What
0: should we be doing with
2: honey that we're not? In- um, and what's
1: the proportion? Like if you're not doing sugar in cookies or something, is there a oh well, to that?
2: see that's the part I, I guess I misled you guys. So when you're baking, it's I I, I can't really just substitute it because they work differently, right. right? So you can't just you know take sugar out of one thing and replace it with honey, you know when you're baking, but when you're cooking you pretty much can so if if you're making you know any kind of sauce and it's a little
0: bit bitter some people would put sugar in it, right? right. Well, that's where I would finish with oh, honey. Okay. I've had know? a baker once tell me that if you want to substitute uh, honey in your recipe with sugar... so I'm Sorry, if you're making cookies or whatever, you want to substitute honey, right. remove 25% of your liquid ingredients. That seems oh. like it would be about right. You yeah. know? Um, I don't know if it's true. I've never tried it, but that's where I, I've heard that they say... Uh, rule of thumb is you can usually... Yeah. So if you're going to put water in, take out about 25% of what you were going to put in if you're going to use honey instead of sugar by weight. Yes. But
2: gotcha. overall, and I'm not I'm not a, uh, an expert, but I believe what we hear is it has a different impact on the glycemic index for your body, not like straight sugar. It's yeah. But better for it. Uh,
1: what's the difference in terms of cooking? And I was thinking of syrups that are not human made. They're nature made. And one of them is honey. Yeah. And that's the beast. Right. And the others. Um, maple. Maple. Yeah. I don't know that there's anything else that we well, don't Well, I mean, enjoy. we
2: have corn syrup, and mm-hmm. it's a bad name, but, I mean, it's it's.
1: But that's that's kind of unfair, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, super refined corn syrup, and then there's right. corn syrup.
2: Exactly, like, exactly. So I guess you can, you know, I'm not sure how the agricultural process and mechanical process of that works, but you can, you know, as long as you've got the, the sugars in,
0: in mm-hmm. a plant, you can produce well, and some keep kind in mind. of— too. If you think you're buying honey or you think you're buying syrup, make sure, look at the label because sometimes they, if you buy from a large manufacturer, you're actually getting corn syrup flavored. And, you know, you oh. you'll, it'll say on the label, if you look, that's why I w- you always buy your honey from someone local.
1: Yeah, and processed versus raw. That's another thing I'm not quite sure I understand.
2: Yeah, I probably should study that myself. You know, I kind of understand what what they're saying there, but what all does that really mean when it comes when of, in terms of honey, processed sure. versus raw? A lot of raw.
1: purists say don't eat but the process i so mean know, i get enough
2: raw honey because i got buddies that just bring me a jar of honey like stuff. either from my yeah, bees with
1: the combs uh, almost in there exactly that's yeah.
0: awesome so i don't worry about it but well also you know that honey is the only food that will last indefinitely honey does not it cannot spoil as oh, i understand yeah. it and they say that honey found in the egyptian tombs when they opened the egyptian tombs oh
1: yeah there was a big story about
0: that the honey was still edible. They say it will Did somebody do it? If it's sealed it will, I think
1: they actually did Yeah it oh, will last somebody forever Somebody actually ate some
2: 3,000 year old Yeah Isn't that amazing Or yeah. 6,000
0: I can't remember how old it's, it's a lot of Yeah it's a lot of it's thousands a lot
1: of thousands I've never yeah. tried
0: it They say it won't spoil I've never seen honey go bad But maybe it can But I've always heard That it's one of the only foods That will just last And last and last Yeah I wonder when bees Started making honey On the evolutionary timeline
2: Never mind Other
0: questions well, You know what other I wonder <laughs> when we figured out that we, because you think about bees, if you're early man, had to be terrified of bees, right? I know,
1: because they sting you.
0: Right. So, when did we figure out that if we go into their house, they make something delicious?
1: I know. We We've had to watch
0: the b- bears. Well, yeah. Probably
1: yeah, 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 yeah. right. <laughs> you're <laughs> so
0: probably, hey, you know what? That's probably the right answer, actually. We saw other animals get into it. Right.
1: And we sort of like, yikes, this so, is good stuff.
0: <laughs> so, what do we think when it comes to honey and hun- comes to bees? We've talked for years about hive. Hive death, mm-hmm. hive decline. Yeah, where, where are we on this? We've talked about it we so much. We haven't talked
1: about it a lot, but I still think it's pesticides and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, we've just, and we are encroaching on their fields, like the guy in Ukraine the the uh, sunflower fields where you know, just in a short distance from right. his house that's why he settled where he did his father was a beekeeper and his father was in one of the worst wars back remember when uh, the first war happened I think in 2014 mm-hmm. he was in the roughest of battles and he went to beekeeping because of what it it helped cure his what do you call that P, PTSD I always the, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, that's how he, it was therapeutic for him.
2: You know, it's just such a useful product and bees are obviously essential to our existence. I just, I, I wonder if we, you need know, to catch we hear about it, yeah, I wonder what's going on all. with, uh, mm, you know, I just, I don't know. Do we, the, the human race have enough attention span to solve this problem?
0: That's a good question because I don't think people, it's going to pop up again. People don't realize how important without bees, any vegetation is gone.
1: They don't realize that, and the scary part is how do you get through to people now with all the noise in the atmosphere? There's too many news stories. There's too many tragedies. There's too many, you know, climate change alone, which is also i'm sure impacting on all of this and um. it'll change for a hundred year in a hundred years from now we won't be here to know it but what will happen well something's different
2: because i i'm telling you right now yeah. we used to so, not run out of tomatoes so, at, in so we september could get, mm-hmm. you know in california basically. so now yeah so we
1: could get to something really ordinary like uh, what's the weirdest thing you've eaten for breakfast ever? right
0: well and this came up because what do bees eat for breakfast <laughs> what
1: do bees eat for breakfast i think it's
0: just pollen and nectar yeah, that's what it is. yeah. but but uh not nectar, not pollen, but but Sylvia ate a Whopper, and you know what? Yeah. I got no problem with this. <laughs> Found herself <laughs> eating Whoppers for breakfast. A today. cold yeah, Whopper. We heard about this? A yeah.
1: cold Whopper, cold. by the way. I, my I mom has have
0: a theory that the Whopper is the most perfect food. It was so good. So my father owned a Burger King. That's oh. right. So I've had.
1: That's so why they whoppers. were at the wake. Yeah. They're good, man.
2: Um, cold though, Sylvia. You're cold. You're breaking up. All right. Can I can I make some exceptions if I'm gonna eat a cold mm. Whopper?
1: Mm-hmm. Can I take
2: off all the vegetables, or do I want to keep them on there?
1: I kept them on because they became really juicy. Yeah, I kind of like
2: that. I'm weird. I, I agree. I kind of like it when yeah. it all melts together. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't know what it is for, for me, but um, I like hot-cold combination i don't know i just don't think i could have the cold veggies on the cold hamburger which is kind of strange because
1: but it all kind of scrunches yeah, together i agree because it had been wrapped in its wrapper oh, right. and by the time i got it on that sunday afternoon yeah. and jeremy's father died and yeah. we had the wake and he because he owned the burger king someone went out and bought whoppers for everybody
0: can i ask you what, what was it like growing up with a dad who owned a burger King? so um well it was delicious. <laughs> no, <laughs> you were raised so, on whoppers. About middle
2: school is when my father retired from IBM and he uh, bought the Burger King franchise in Middlesbrough, Kentucky. Wow, mm-hmm. and that was you know what we were gonna do, new found a new life, right? So I moved down there from middle school, and that was a fun year. Is me and my dad kind of bachelor pad, oh, yeah. you know, uh, while I'm in middle school, and we ate lots of cheeseburgers, man, you know, or cooked chicken wings and I had a good time, but um. What was the question again? <laughs> well, what was it like? What, is that where you discovered your love of cooking? <laughs> I, maybe so. I think definitely the the uh, the working in the zone. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. is And there's something to that for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're the type of person, if you're going to do something for a long time or for a living, then I have to find that work where you kind of get entranced immersed, with it and yeah. you can zone and mm-hmm. fully immerse. You can do that in kitchens. And you can walk out and leave them mm-hmm. where they are.
0: So that's mm-hmm. kind of a... Is that how you... Cause working in kitchens is a lifestyle it's not just a job you have to enjoy the lifestyle that that it's like i've heard people say it's like a pirate ship but is that did that stem from there
1: and and in your bonding with your father because even in later life he i remember papa's meatballs
0: yeah
2: so i mean that that's uh, all, my father's probably the the reason i love the kitchen so much that's where all my happy memories are is like A you know starting him. the the onions and garlic and starting the sauce you know rolling out the meatballs boiling off the pasta letting you know him let me try the noodle before it's done tell me how many more minutes it takes <laughs> for it's ready for you throw it on the wall so i mean yeah he kind of centered me in that kitchen and that's where i feel comfortable and, and, and in
1: happy in the, the burger king world yeah back when he did it which was how i don't know how many years ago right how strict was it that you had to just do the Whoppers exactly as they were? Or were you able to be creative in Middlesbrough?
2: Oh, well, you know, I wasn't, at 12, I wasn't really worried about changing them. Um, no, but, you know, as the franchise, they made you hold to their, you know, yeah. style and recipes and how, how you do them. But
1: he cooked on the side. And so but that's you know how what happened,
2: though, is, um, you know, that it's a small town, right? So people, they weren't, over time, they didn't go to Burger King. They went to Bob's. Mm-hmm. you yeah, know they went to see dad that's yeah. right that's right Burger King. the small yeah, town go to see Bob I have a WAPA you know because he had a northern accent WAPA so <laughs> um that's it really what it was really, about. Yeah, it, didn't, it didn't matter if it was Burger King. could have been McDonald's, but it was a bunch of old guys It was a bunch of old guys. I love those places
1: in the countryside. I love yeah. seeing.
0: Yeah, about golf and the president. And politics. Seeing yeah. old guys they're at right. a restaurant in a booth. And you know that's their booth on and, Sunday morning. That's where they're going to sit. And you're trying to
1: listen in, aren't you? Yes. Right, you're right, you're right. like leaning over, trying to figure out what they're saying, and you just want to sometimes walk up to them. Well, that's where kids become adults. You
2: get $1.25 out of each one of them a day. And, yeah, and it's not like a money making thing, but it's just part of the community. Go see and that's, Bob. It wasn't. It wasn't Burger King. It was go, go to Bob's.
0: As someone who has sons now, I my sons will tell me, I, you know, like you know, me and my friends are hanging around, and they're like, "Why? Why are you guys hanging around?" I go, "We just like to hear you guys talk." That's how yeah. kids yeah. learn to become adults. That's how they learn. They like to hear the older people talk, and now sadly, I'm the older person, and yeah. I feel. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I have a theory that when you work in a fast food restaurant. Every new thing on the menu is not invented by a corporate chef. It's invented by someone who works there who's eaten everything on the menu and now invents something new Uh because they're sick of what was on the menu. Did you ever have any fun creations at the Burger King that you like, I'm going to put a chicken's patty on top of a Whopper? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. There were things like that. Um I'm trying to remember like you know those kind of frankenstein things would be like a chicken on a burger patty on a fried fish patty and then you yeah. Yeah, try that out yeah, yeah. but i know like one person like love pickles and it was a thing they'd come in and we like have a you one cup scoop it. and it was literally we put a burger patty on a slice of american cheese take one even cup sliced of sliced pickle, <laughs> put and it on top it. and yeah. put a bun on it and wrap
1: it
0: that would be me <laughs> did that
1: destroy
2: your
0: rate your profit margin
2: there <laughs> i mean luckily pickles are cheap i guess but you know <laughs> would it, when me. you say have it your way you got to hold up to yeah. it right <laughs> that was a person who just didn't want to buy pickles <laughs> right exactly They're it was, taking them home right it was cheaper no but I, I literally watched them eat it and but horn. I
1: gotta say that that Whopper was so good.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I might go secretly buy a well, couple of sure. them. So yeah. my
2: my weird breakfast thing is I don't mind cracking up a can of Chef Boyardee cold. Yep. You know, like beefaroni or ravioli, yeah. and mm. eating them right out of the can oh. on the way out the door.
0: It's kind of strange. Oh, that's right? good stuff, dude. That well, that's my favorite breakfast is leftovers. Uh, I ever been love. really
2: hungry and and opened a beefaroni? I'm probably not. Nobody else. Oh does no, this. I have. And then eating that and been really hungry and then oh, opened the ravioli and try that. It's disgusting. They're the same thing. The same no. Thing. Don't. Try them side by side. You'll hate the second one.
0: Really? Because the sauce is different. Are you serious? I'm not. You'll be like, ugh. So you're telling me I need to eat two cans of cold Chef Boyardee mm-hmm. But they make the little cans. Okay. <laughs> my, you know my. the Vienna Wiener side? <laughs> You can crush two of those. Oh, that I can easily crush yeah. two of those. So, no, no. The, the worst thing I ever did was yeah. bought a family. When I was really broke, mm-hmm. I realized that a family size can of Chef Boyardee was only like twice the price of a small can. So I'd buy like the giant family size right. can and eat that for a whole day. Right. Like that would be like three <laughs> meals. I, I'm i with it. Yeah. Yeah. Eating it out of the sp- with a spoon out of a can. So what's the worst? What's your
2: breakfast? Is it yeah. cold breakfast things or just breakfast, yeah, weird stuff? Yeah, like cold pizza.
0: I love cold pizza. Cold pizza is a thing. Yeah, I love cold ethnic you're, food. What I mean, like, like cold, what? leftover Indian food, leftover Mediterranean yeah. food. You go I mean, to Oasis. waste. what about the rice? It's, it's never you a good it. You gotta microwave it. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No, the rice? No, no, Chicken no. is good so, okay.
2: So we can we can heat up the food. It's just weird breakfast things, not cold yeah. breakfast.
1: Yeah, because I'll eat fried chicken I cold. guess it's well, weird
2: that it's cold. Let me explain.
0: Yeah. I like to turn them into omelets for breakfast. So if I get Indian food or okay. Mediterranean oh, food, sure. I like yeah. to fry up oh, some yeah. eggs oh, yeah. and then put it inside the eggs and make an omelet out of it. So oh it yeah, warms I about. do that a lot. with love th- with
1: chef's food because mm-hmm. you know we'll bring home leftovers. Yeah, uh, all the time, and then I'll mix them all together. Oh yeah, and and it's so good.
0: You can I mean, stuff yeah. anything inside of a couple of eggs. Oh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's excellent. Yeah. Excellent yeah. stuff. So I'm 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 I can't think of tools. anything else weird. For yeah,
1: it's just chicken. Some people won't eat proteins for breakfast like that, I and mean, they'll just stick to like carbs and cereal and toast and stuff like that, and eggs and grits and stuff like that. And I like weird stuff. Like I like blockers.
2: protein. Like, like in like, fact, I probably like protein at breakfast more than any other meal. Like me too, I, I want to start so. the day with eggs
0: and. bacon. I agree. I don't that. like a sweet breakfast. Or I don't do cereal. No, I don't. I don't do. I don't do maybe
1: on my day
2: off because I'm gonna have. I'm gonna crash glycemic. Although game. a
1: sweet. Uh, a, 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 uh, cinnamon roll from a bakery is pretty daggone good.
0: You yeah, see, I that's agree. not a meal for me. That's just a, in addition to the meal. <laughs> that's you know, that's the. Add-on. No,
1: like you. I'm not a big sugar person. Yeah. I like to eat something.
0: Well, one well, must have a cinnamon sp- roll, you know. Speaking of of protein, we're going to talk about seafood next, and we have Lori, mm-hmm. who's from um, Palmer's Fresh Grill, we're to her mm-hmm. about protein and seafood and all kinds of things. And just stick around it's going to be fun. It's Food News and Shoes Radio. Hey, welcome back. It's Food News and Shoes Radio. Second half, and we're going to talk, you know, every week in the second half of the show, we talk to someone in the food industry, uh, around the city, around the region. And today, it's Palmer's Fresh Grill, and it's, it's Lori, Lori Kelly, who, what do you do at Palmer's?
3: Uh, I am actually the general manager wow
0: it's your your your, your,
3: your, stuff you're everything
1: you do everything i do
3: everything you do it all i asked her if off off air
1: whether she was ever cooked and she said i cut the steaks i can cook stuff i can do it all do you ever get to just gaze out at that lake when we're not eating? up
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's the only thing that's not in your job description actually i tried to to kind of sit down and really think about what are what's a good job description for a general manager and, and like it everything. never stopped. It, never it was always on page five. Like, and I'm like, come on! It's like did. an
1: everything bagel, right?
2: It's everything bagel, yes. Yeah. Um, and then plus a donut
0: on the side. That, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Also yeah. It's, it's whatever anyone who didn't show up was supposed to do. Yes, yeah. Now you have to. Do That's it.
1: right. Oh, yes. But particularly right now with staffing issues, right?
3: Staff, yeah. It's it's give or take sometimes. You know, once school starts, you have people changing their availabilities and their schedules. Now you've and been you around to... for
1: a long time. Not you. You've just been there a few months, but. Palmer's has been there for a long time. Palmer's will be there for 10 years in April. 10 years. Tell us about it. Tell us just generally about the menu and where it is and all of that. Sure. Uh, So we're in Lexington Green on Nicholasville Road. Um,
3: It is primarily seafood. We do have some steak and pork chop options. Um, You know, my favorite thing personally is going to be the salmon Oscar, the diver scallops. Um, Our pork chop is hand cut. It's bone in. It comes with mashed potatoes and cinnamon apples. It's one, you just can't beat it.
2: See, listen to that out there, guys. Like, that's the kind of food I'm talking about. Because Palmer's, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Lexington Green, they've got the view. The one over the oh. water. The only one in town. Oh. Yeah, literally. Right? It's the
0: only lakeside dining. We it's always
2: like, talk about going down the halls and, yeah. and all that, and that's awesome. Yeah, you got right? water right But there. we've got a water view right here in Lexington Green. You know, in a business district, in a, a restaurant that's serving, like, pans here, diver scallops.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: You know, and, and Sam and swans. Oscar's got some crab meat yeah. on top. These, well, are, these What are about good the
1: stuff. swans? And don't you try to go after them either, but... Well,
2: <laughs> I think they only run those every other week. It's, but they call it chick,
0: it's chicken salad.
1: Oh, yes. No. Oh, you stop. <laughs> so
0: this might be a stupid question, but I've always heard this, and I always wondered... I've always heard that Lexington has really good seafood, and yeah. it's because of our proximity I to the. Talk U- about that. Okay, is that I true? Know. Because you know, normally if you go to Nebraska, you're probably not finding fresh diver scallops. You know what I mean? But something about our proximity to, I guess, what is the UPS hub? Totally. Yeah. Well, okay.
1: yes. oh, so
2: oh that, I bet that's
0: true. The, yeah. So uh, you've got this
2: gigantic UPS hub in Louisville, like that handles all the East Coast, right? And typically, they help. Like from what I understand, they handle most of the lobster out of Maine. So, all the lobster in Maine gets shipped to Louisville, Kentucky, and then distributed from there on the East Coast. So, there, you can actually go to the airport in Louisville, and yes, there's a little right. place to oh, buy live lobsters, right? That's
1: fantastic. Yeah.
2: Um, so, anyway, one thing I want to bring about this topic, though, is it used to be when you traveled to the coast. I would go to Hilton Head or go to Myrtle Beach or whatever you're going to do for your summer vacation. Can't wait to get there to have all that fresh, local right. seafood right out there. Right. Well, since the advancements in shipping have happened, as in I can get fish from Honolulu on my doorstep <gasps> in Kentucky tomorrow. Really? Right? Mm-hmm. It's that's that amazing. advanced. Everybody's got good seafood, right? It's amazing. Oh, yeah. But all the seafood on the coast, typically, unless you're walk, looking at a dayboat captain, like pulling up to the back of the restaurant, they've got the same seafood I've got.
1: Wow. Well, that's an amazing yeah. story. I mean, got we, yeah.
3: the, but we get fish every day. We get fish every so, day, oysters every day.
1: Mm-hmm. So you've been in the business now for ten years mm-hmm. and really established yourself there. I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> so you have like a following and uh, people who just because of that seafood.
3: Food. Oh yeah, we we have a lot of people that come in that have been coming in for years and years, and they. Some of them love when we change the menu, and some of them are like, "Why did you take that off?" And <laughs> yeah, you, and you get that, that. anywhere. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. So, so um, yeah. So, tell us about your menu and some of the items that you have on it.
3: So, for our appetizers, um, we have some fish tacos, or you can do shrimp tacos. Um, we have a calamari that we actually use calamari strips, which is a little different than a lot of places. They'll that. use the rings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we use a Thai peanut sauce on it. So it's also a little different twist. Uh, most places you'll get like a, a marinara or a dill sauce. Um, so ours is like a little sweet and spicy.
0: Mm. So when we say the strips, like, um I guess when, when you when you get like a ring, it's a pretty small. It actually came from a pretty small calamari, a pretty small squid, right? Yeah, yeah. Those, the, the strips are like almost like bigger. Like I've seen like calamari steaks almost, where they're they're like they're they're bigger. They're bigger animals. They're bigger, more meaty. Yeah, well, imagine mm. a calamari
2: being a like looking like a traffic cone, mm-hmm. right on its side, with the, the tail piece wow. kind of bending I love down. That. And you either <laughs> no. cut it into rings by cutting it horizontally, or you oh. can cut it maybe horizontally really? to the the uh, strip. Whatever the one yeah. is not. <laughs> <straight. Yep. laughs> one this way and one that way. One makes strip. One makes rings. That's geometry yeah. was not my strong. <laughs> okay. well, not even geometry. Is What's it? your geometry background? Is tell, <laughs> tell us that how, how you
1: correction. got into in the in restaurant the business.
3: Um, so I started hosting um, at other restaurants when I was early in college. Um, and every restaurant I've worked at, I've kind of worked my way up into like a, a management type position. And I started at Palmer's as a server. Um, and I've really just worked my way up into being the now general manager. Wow. Um, but I've been in restaurants for the better part of... oh Twenty years. <laughs> it's tough when you have to say time. that works. I've done that. Yet. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's Twenty hard. years. But huh? I got to say, like
2: the, a person like you that can enter into a new company or new restaurant and advance that—that's the kind of person you're looking for. Because mm-hmm. back to the job description of a general manager, you know, you need that person that really is going to learn every station, master it, go into management, because the GM has to ha- be in control of the entire picture. You know, it's not That's like right. you're doing one thing or one task. It's like how it all comes, comes together, together, how this wagon wheel keeps turning. Yeah, not it's to mention
1: customer satisfaction. Right. And Your job eras, description changes eras. every minute.
2: Yeah.
3: Changing every minute. eras. You've got to be able to do everything at the drop you're of a day. good
1: days and bad it. days, and they <sighs> play out in the public.
0: I it's feel. rare because no one ever, I mean, not no one, but rarely do you hear about really good experiences, That's but right. you will always hear about a others. not great experience. Mm-hmm. So you have to be, you have to be, you know, hyper vigilant of those. And I do find that customer service is something that we have to reteach people. Really? People it in general. changes with eras too. Yes.
1: Like we have a much more vocal public now that air their concerns on social media. A, yeah, so there's a lot more... Uh,
3: arenas to put stuff out there now you know before it was you can write a newspaper review or you can you know just let the restaurant know or, and it doesn't get out there but now you're
1: or the old-fashioned way of just saying manager I'm
3: you right know,
1: this just wasn't cooked the way I mean what happened to that right, you know?
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> now we have, we have the uh and I love it I can't help with the drama but now we have the Lexington food and oh, dining page
1: which oh, is drama
0: page. <laughs> oh that page uh, look it at is that. <laughs> Oh, it is. I, I it saw is. someone got. Whatever. Beat. Everybody's so nice. On oh, they're so pleasant. Someone got beaten up this week over like, oh, what was it? Was it a cake? Was it cake icing? It was something. It was something like people just love to me, pile on. Let me
1: ask you a question about that. Do you think? Because they constantly say, "Don't be mean to people." On that site, yeah. Janet Patton, whoever does it, Harold Lear. Do you think they really don't care that much? They just have to look like they care oh, because then, yeah. see, it creates drama, and oh, then everybody goes people, and they reads it. Yeah, the drama. People love drama. They're rubberneckers I when mean, you, you you tell drama. people not to do something secretly. Yeah, you kind
2: of wonder. You kind
1: of wonder. Let me just stand right over
2: here and listen.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that page is great. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It is what know. it is, but luckily, <laughs> I never see Palmer's in there, you know. know, so that's, that's and, 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 but only for, for good things, especially like the yeah. the view of the fresh seafood, which is, I believe, kind of a good transition because that a long time ago was regatta, which was primi- that's right. primarily seafood, yeah. and you'd think you'd want that kind of food overlooking the water and things mm-hmm. like that. Now, what about lunch? Do you guys do lunch at all?
3: So we have lunch on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay um Other than that, we're just open on Wednesday and Thursday for dinners. So has that when you always say been the case? Uh, it hasn't always been the case. It's because been that way for pandemic. about two because years now. Because of the now. pandemic yeah. and staffing. Yeah, and all that stuff. pandemic and staffing and
2: right yeah lunch demand is still a little bit weird out yeah. there i think you know whether or not people are fully returned to offices or just maybe so backed up they can't get up for lunch anymore yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't know which one <laughs> maybe it is so. so when you say open on the weekends though does that does that do i hear brunch maybe is we that do what we, call brunch? we have
3: some lunch mm-hmm. and some brunch so menus. we got some
2: mimosas and
0: some got
3: mimosas got a crab bloodies. cake benedict yummy we've Good got
0: now. waffles so, I have a theory. So, I have different like, different foods. I like different, like for breakfast, I find my, my favorite breakfast is Mexican food. I love Mexican style breakfast. I'm with you on this? My favorite brunch is seafood because you can get like, you know, like the eggs benedict with crab on top or salmon. I think that they play so, brunch plays so well with seafood. Eggs and fish and eggs and crab go so well together.
2: There is something to that. You know, how, how seafood kind of jazzes up the normal breakfast into something. It elevates it in some way. Sure. Right? What's and it's maybe a little salmon, lighter. It's, yeah. not, it's not like – it doesn't have that yeah. uh, hash image. Like, well, I'm going to sit down to that loosen-your-belt country boy breakfast. Right. Like I'm going to have yeah. something elegant well, and nice, a crab cake what's benedict.
1: A, what's right. a typical – so crab cake and salmon is another – for, for seafood, item. brunchy stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, definitely salmon, bagels, and lox. Are, you know, that's going to be huge. Yeah. Crab cake, Benedicts. Uh, other seafood, shrimp and grits is shrimp a big one. You know, any kind of pastas are going to be good, like carbonara. Oh, that's true, yeah. Um, uh, there's more.
1: Is that Put a buffet kind of thing, or is it? No, as, it's all off the menu. Off the menu, mm-hmm. okay, all right.
0: So one of my favorite things, not even just about uh, Palmer's, but in general the area, is Lexington Green oh, so is... Sweet. It's a great. It, it's and an that atmosphere. Bookstore, it's, and you know, and before so the a pandemic, atmosphere. it was really growing with the Friday night. The uh, yeah, that's the, true. The uh, the events that happened on Friday night. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, it
3: was Lakeside Live.
0: Lakeside Live. That's mm-hmm. right. And, and I know things have changed, anymore. and yeah. things haven't always come back. But in general, even when when it's not going on, you can sit on the patios out there oh, and yeah. feed the ducks and feed the geese, and it's a scene. It's read, a, it's a read good the great Gatsby, you know. That you yeah. Just, yeah, it's up. it's a great place to just sit and watch and enjoy.
1: Did they ever fill that uh, what used to be Louie's something or other? Uh, it's now Cattywampus. Um, okay, she oh, the milkshakes. Is, yeah. Yes,
3: the milkshakes. It's actually really good. <laughs> they have uh, burgers as well, so they do you know okay. a little bit of everything.
1: But she's so they got a permanent tenant. For yeah, that, yeah. As They did to a what
0: temporary
3: stay last summer, and then they decided they liked it, and it stayed pretty busy. So, yeah. so she only decided she, to
0: open it now. You can get a, a milkshake with a with a hamburger. A, on yeah, a on. garnish yeah. of a cupcake. It's amazing. <laughs> it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh, so my that's what you know, you
0: have your seafood, you eat healthy, and, and then, then you go you have, can have your, go your and desserts. Go next door. Exactly. Oh yeah. yeah. Honestly, I like I mean,
2: it's a convenient location for me, Palmer's is because I like all the things in Lakes and Green. I take I know. my kids to the bookstore I can good. spend all day and then we could do a nice dinner. Yeah. Maybe my mom can come and get the kids after that, then I'll walk over to the comedy club and have it the rest of the night. Yeah, it does
1: have kind of an entertainment. Right. Exactly. But I love the bookstore and that kind of bookish feel and then go to Palmer's and gaze upon the lake and you know glass of wine over the patio glass of wine read your book so you talked about the menu what's the favorite item what what do people order more than anything
3: uh, so lately our top menu item has been the Salmon Oscar, mm-hmm. um, Salmon Oscar and our Imperial Flounder are the two that kind of keep going back good. and forth. Describe that. that like a that. flounder
2: with crab meat?
3: Uh, we have, it's, the topping is crab scallops and shrimp and oh. it has Parmesan cheese and spices uh-huh. and... <laughs> How's the, don't the fish threaten prepared? Us with the
1: <laughs> Pan seared. Pan seared. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that.
0: I do, you know what I, what else uh, I, I like about... Uh, like salmon, Oscar, or whatever, you know what it is. You know what I mean? When you have salmon, Oscar, you know it's a classic, and it's been a yeah. classic for a long time. When you put Oscar with something, you know exactly yeah, what you're right. getting, and it's unctuous and it's it's fatty, but and in a no good way. You're not going to do it at home. In a right, good you're, home. I'm never <laughs> going to make Crab Oscar at home. No. You're hu- or, not.
2: No. Like, I'm a sh- professional chef. And you think I'm going to get in there and make holidays at no. home? No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, I do have some hacks to that.
1: Though, yeah. Guys. Now you're hacks. a single uh, restaurant. Yes. Is okay. there ever any interest in expanding? And who owns that? Is it like the a group uh, or Langley Property
3: actually owns it? Oh, um, okay. There has been talks of maybe opening a second one, but it hasn't really. The, the interest is there like the little seed has been planted but that's that's about the farthest we've got it's hard to it.
2: recreate that atmosphere it, it is. is you you
3: can't just open it in mm. a, a mall a store, store front. it's not like a cookie cutter restaurant
2: like, you're not yeah. just yeah. going to find that you've, you've, you've
3: got to find fight. the good yeah, setting and the, the draw is you yeah
2: know? great food awesome atmosphere Swan.
0: and Swan. conveniently Swan. located right in where you want it to be literally yeah. in the middle of lexington so you know the industry as a whole. Is now come we're coming out of the pandemic. The country as a whole is coming out of the pandemic. The the restaurant industry was probably the first hit. Really hard, and it was hit one of the hardest because dining out just wasn't a thing for a while. So now that we're coming out of the pandemic, has anything changed other than you know staffing changes because everyone's having that supply chains? Has has anything have you had to change anything good or bad after the pandemic, other than everything being expensive? Yeah, Yeah, I was like, well,
3: prices, but that's about it. (laughs) No, we've I mean, we've had to you know alter our our reservation policy and we've had to alter you know Uh how many tables that we can have in the restaurant or outside just so we can we can make sure that. we can take care of everybody
1: properly
2: it's staffing
3: staffing yeah
1: frustrate people you think it does
3: and we've we've had people talk about it they do and we've had to explain to them why and it's you know, for people that have never worked in the restaurant industry, it is, con- it is confusing to them. They don't understand why.
0: And
1: Well, that table over there is open, you know. You know there,
0: there's a certain yeah. empathy that only people who have worked in the restaurant industry Could can know. have. Mm-hmm. Because if you've never done it, you don't quite understand how hard it is. And, you know, not going back to the Lexington Food and Dining page, but I like to see that people are now, <laughs> well, you see people defending restaurants where before it was just a pile on. Yeah, that's true. Now you and see a lot vehemently. more people being empathetic and going, hey, you know, you're Stop. about yeah burger was medium if you, rare if you're like, angry go to the manager exactly you know? yeah Don't watch out do bullies. this, do
1: this. No.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> you know we mess up but l- literally we're human beings we're human. and we're literally primarily there to make you happy like literally we, we yeah. wake up every day and we we want you to love your food and other experience love us yeah we want to be loved
0: and everyone yeah. should work in a restaurant at some point I. I it would be per, it would be great <laughs> preparation
1: for maybe of living, not right <laughs> <laughs> Huh? <laughs> You're looking for everybody that wants to do that right now, huh? That's no, right. No, I think staffing's kind of – has staffing stabilized? I feel like it's better. It's better. Better. It's yeah. better, Still, yeah. So that's we, were, we were
3: okay over the summer. I, we weren't really struggling um, once it, it came around. But I think it's just the, all the internal adjustments you make as well, too, though. So we, we didn't feel like we were struggling. But had it been, you know, three years ago, it would have been a disaster.
1: Did overnight, did you have to go to takeout? And have you noticed any ramifications to that if you did? Uh, So when we did the shutdown, we still opened our patio. So we were still able to open the patio. We just had to space the
3: tables out a little bit more. Um, So we were able to do service. And we stayed open from 12 to 8 during um, all the shutdown. And it was primarily just the managers running it, and we had a few servers that would come in and help out every now and then because, I mean, everybody needed money still. So,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, How
1: many months was it that we were, like, totally shut so down? So
2: March 18th, I believe. Yeah, it's I remember coming, getting uh, my that my head. That was like, uh, everybody go home. Yeah. And then I and think— And
1: then it reemerged like, a little bit later. We wanted to, to go
2: right the next day, and then in June, dining rooms opened to limited mm-hmm. capacity, all the outside restrictions kind of outside— yeah, it was a lot of it's fun. It's still
1: hard to kind of imagine what all was going on and the you know, the intrigue and the drama and all of that oh, stuff. I
0: joke with my wife all the time. I go, hey, remember that time we didn't leave the house for a year? Yeah, didn't leave the house. Kids didn't go groceries. to school. Yeah. And <laughs> I'd seared my last scallop. Yeah. Bove yeah. yeah. my last shrimp. Yeah. I still have images of my wife wiping down groceries. You know? <laughs> right. And I go, exactly. why are you doing this? And she goes, I don't oh, no. know. Yeah. 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 Uh, you think about those little moments. Oh, we and, were you insane. Know. We went insane. <laughs> But you know we're we're coming out of it now, and and that's yeah. the best part is we're coming out of it, and the good thing is people want experiences. People are dying mm-hmm. for things like concerts and outdoor events and outdoor dining mm-hmm. and going just, to see friends.
1: Just imagine someday we'll be like the people, if you live long enough, like the Spanish flu and stuff like that. We'll be, you know, in our old age, you know, and I'll get there before y'all do. But, you know, hey, did you remember that time? No, Grandma, yeah. we weren't alive then. But, oh, well, let me tell you, and then I'll tell it over and over again, right?
0: <laughs> I had to walk to school with a mask.
1: Yeah,
2: I <laughs> had here. to walk to school <laughs> with a snow, mask. In both ways.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, last question. We only we only got about a minute left, but you know we know the 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 salmon Oscar's really good. We know that all the other good things on the menu. The, Calamari's but, rocking. Calamari's rocking. Oh what God. is the uh, the the hidden secret on the menu? What what is the thing that most people? What do your employees
2: order. Yes,
3: exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the d- employees tend to go towards the Diablo seafood pasta. Killer. Mm. Okay. What's um, on that? Shrimp, that- shrimp and scallops, um, and cod, and it's in a creamy Cajun pomodoro sauce. Mm. Yeah. fettuccine noodles parmesan Ooh, you're good killing
2: carb me. food load up for a big shift <laughs> fill your belly delicious all that good seafood all that i not like a
0: spicy pasta yeah too, and that's a very good question to ask is what does the staff eat
2: that's oh, a really, that is. yeah that
0: that's what you should that's a re- i never thought to ask it like that but that's a really
2: good question yeah so like the, we had a menu item that was staff uh what do you want to say concepted you mm-hmm. know they came up with it And it was our fried chicken lo mein. We had a lo mein dish with duck on it a long time. We used to, like, use cherry wood and smoke it under a cover. And you'd go out to the dining room and lift the lid, and the smoke would come out. And underneath would be this just crusty duck breast, all crunchy. And underneath this pillowy lo mein. And, you know, that did well. But then... The servers love the low You know, that's a great little snack. Yeah. And then they love chicken fingers, uh-huh. right? Oh, yeah. I remember. So then Doug, <laughs> handsome Doug, started ordering a side of chicken fingers and a side of low main. Well, next thing you know, everybody in the restaurant's eating chicken and low So even we put couple. it on the menu, and it did great.
1: What? Why nice. don't you take it away, Jeremy? You just reminded me of it. It was so good. <laughs> now I'm going to be mad at you. I know. I know. Everything. I know. I, so um, oh, maybe so we'll, maybe so we'll get back special? to that. Oh, <laughs> made up, you made up for it. You made up for it with uh, Sylvia's tomato pie. Okay. And you're not going to like me because it's, it's got oh, Well, no. it's
0: just tomatoes are, tomatoes are Heirloom tomatoes are gone.
3: Yeah, tomatoes mm. are rough right now.
1: Okay.
0: Well, check out Palmer's. Palmer's yes. Lexington Green. Go out there, especially for brunch. Check it out. And if yeah. how will people find it? Facebook page, Easy Sway Online?
1: Facebook, Instagram, palmersfreshgrill.com. And it's Lori Kelly, the everything bagel. Yes, Yes. the everything
0: bagel. As for her, she got you. I got you. Back in a moment. It's Food News and Cheese Radio.